Welcome back to the Sauce Electric Chair, where I put my guests in the hot seat. Today, I'm here with DJ Psyched. She is a indie rock DJ here at WKNC and is also our indie rock music director. She's super cool. I'm so happy she's in here today. How are you? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> I am great. It is almost before break. I'm excited. I'm ready. So how did you get involved at WKNC? Like, how'd you hear about it? So when I came into college, I just remember going to a bunch of Welcome Week events, like just scouring around trying to find stuff. And one day I was walking around with this girl that I just met and we were looking for like something to hang out together so we can talk. And we saw this band like playing in front of Witherspoon and we were like, oh, what's going on there? And so the concert on the lawn was the first time I'd ever heard of WKNC. And it's actually a part of the story of how I got into indie music, which is cool. But, oh, wow, that's cool. But it wasn't until sophomore year that um, I actually had a friend tell me, they were like, oh, like, you're so into music, maybe you should go to WKNC and see what you can do there. And I was like, hmm, I guess. And so I literally just walked into the station, and I saw Jamie sitting at her desk, and I was like, is there something I can do for you all? And she was like, uh what do you mean? And I was like, literally anything. Can I do something here? And then she let me review albums for a while until I took the DJ class. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so, cool. <laughs> so you said that WKNC is also how you got into indie. Can you yeah. explain more on that? I got you there. I'll try to give the short version of the story. Basically, I had learned how to play guitar when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. Like I'd really got into playing and so I started listening, like trying to get more into rock style music because I wanted to play rock music. And so I'd already had a basis of listening to kind of rock, but not really indie before I came to state. And it was when I went to the concert on the lawn that I was like, oh, this is interesting because it was an indie band playing like a small indie band. And I told my sister about it who had gone to state before and she was like, oh, like, yeah, when I went to state, I started listening to local bands. You should listen to local bands, too. And so that's how I started, like, listening to local music and smaller bands. It was because I saw the concert on the lawn and was like, if I want to play music one day, I should support music. And, yeah, WKNC was kind of where I started. And then when I became a DJ, that's when I went full indie head. Oh, yeah, <laughs> because it's like you have to find new music. Yeah. You have to make sets. That's how I find a lot of bands. I'm just like, all right, what am I going to play this week? Exactly. That's so cool, though. That's how, it's a funny story how I found WKNC was, ironically, my dad. Um, <laughs> nice. Back in the day, like in the 80s and 90s and stuff, Chainsaw Rock used to be popular and like really, really dominant on the station. And they would listen to it all the time. And when I got into state, my dad was like, dude, you need to be a DJ. And I was like, they got metal DJs? Like, that's a thing? And he was like, yeah, WKNC has a Chainsaw Rock station. And so I was like, all right. And that's how I found it. So that's pretty cool that that's awesome. it's brought us here. And for the, for y'all who are listening who don't know, me and DJ Psyched made a playlist for one another. I was reacting to some indie music that she put on her playlist. And she was reacting to some metal. And we're going to deep dive into our thoughts about it. So who do you want to go first? Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You can go first. Okay, so my overall thoughts of it. So I primarily stick with metal and rap. You know, like that's most of the stuff I know. Um, some of the indie that I listened to prior to your playlist, I wasn't a big fan of. I don't think I did good research on finding bands that I would like. And I don't know. It was just like I had like a just a bad feel 
whenever I was doing my own research. But then when I listened to your playlist, I was like, okay, I like this. I really liked it. It was it was awesome. I'll get into one of my favorite songs. Um, was actually the first song that I heard. Like I put it on shuffle, and I was like, oh. I like this, and it was Medicine Man by The Hush Sound. I really, yes. really liked it because it kind of had, like, that rock sound to it because her vocals were very, like, rock-influenced. It kind of gave me, like, a Hailstorm vibe, and it was just, like, the drums, the sound, the riffs. I was, like, I was like headbanging to it, and I was like, all right, I like this. When I ran into you um, before class, and I was like, I'm listening to it. That was the song I was listening to. So amazing. it really gave me, like, a good... Like, all right, like, this is the first song I listened to. All right, sick. I'm excited to listen to more. And as I listened to more, I realized you were right that it is hard to put, like, like, to describe indie in a couple of words because every song is, like, different. Like, some songs had more of, like, a soft rock vibe. Other songs, I got, like, a beachy vibe from it. And then others, I, like, I felt like I was at a disco because of the components in it. And then it was very lo-fi as well with, like, the sounds, their their voices and stuff. So I was like, okay, I can see why it was hard for you to explain it to me. And I really liked the variation of it that you had in the playlist. And it was something that I actually, like, really, really enjoyed listening to. And it was something that I would listen to, like, driving at night you know or like a day like this how it's like so nice outside I could just imagine rolling down my windows (laughs) playing it you know relaxing so my question is what like did you have a strategic plan of the songs that you chose for that playlist or did you just like add things great question because I am a huge like playlist maker like I if you go into my Spotify I have countless playlists I love making playlists and um so when I went into this one, like I, I like making playlists because when you go into a playlist with a certain idea in mind and you put a bunch of songs together based on that idea, it always just, I don't know, it just comes out really cool yeah. in my head. So the idea I went on to this was like, if this is your intro to indie music, I want you to hear what I consider some of my favorites, like what are like the best of what I have. Yeah. And then I wanted a huge variety. Like yeah. The whole idea was that like there were plenty of songs that I didn't put on there that I think are great songs. Mm-hmm. But the the point wasn't to give you a bunch of great songs. It was a bunch of different great songs. Yeah. So I really went into, like, trying to find each different kind of indie that I listen to mostly. Yeah. Like, the different subgenres. Because I'm sure there's even more, like, sub-sounds and all Mm -hmm. that between it. But And also, when you uh, mentioned the Medicine Man song, I thought that was pretty cool. Because I actually found that song one day. I was just, I'm really into skateboarding. And I love watching street parts, mm-hmm. love watching people's like best of skates and all that. And Chris Chan did his street part to that song. Oh, really? And I was like absolutely in love with it too. Like, oh, yeah. It's it like, I felt one. like I was in a movie, like the doonch, doonch. I felt like it was like an intro to like a movie. And I was like, dude, I want to like march down Hillsborough Street. And, if, like, you're, if you like that song, you definitely should watch Chris Chan's street part because it's just a guy skateboarding to the music perfectly. It's amazing. Oh, wow. That is awesome. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah, so that's that. That is. <laughs> so what were your takes on metal? On metal? All right, here we go. So first and foremost, to get um, my overall view of it, I was like the guitars. Yeah. The guitars was the thing that really stood out to me and really got me into a lot of these songs. Like I remember I was chilling one day 
And um, so I was going to get water at the water fountain because I was at the gym. I left my phone by like the uh, bench press thing and I was going to get some water. And then all of a sudden I heard this this song that just captivated me. Like the guitars were so good. And I was like in a trance and I was like running back to my phone to make sure that I could like heart that song so I didn't lose it. <laughs> what I, song was it? That was, um, here we go. Focus on the Flesh by Left Behind. I knew you would like, because that riff, the brown. Yeah. That one, as soon as it went off, like, I was, like, I probably looked crazy. I was running to my phone, and then I, like, screenshotted it, and I was like, gotta remember this one. That one, like, blew me away. And then, like, when I get really into, like, my workouts, because that's where I started listening to this playlist, sometimes I'm not listening, like, to the music. I'm Mm -hmm. just focused in another world. So I loved that, like, there were just some songs that were just so good. They would pull me out of my thoughts. Oh, my God. <laughs> just that, that makes my heart so happy. <laughs> OMG. It was, yeah, it was great. Like, I don't want to give it away just yet because we're going to give away our top three. Yeah. But, like, there were some of these songs that, like, I, they're, they're on my workout playlist for good. Like, I'm going to listen yes. to these regularly. I was so worried. <laughs> like, whenever I was making the playlist, like, my strategic plan I don't know. I'm kind of sporadic when I make playlists. I'm just like, oh my God, this is a good song. But it was, it was like how, what you did. I wanted to take, like highlight the bands that I think embody that particular genre of metal the best. And you could tell that I had a lot of the same bands, but it was different variations of their sound. And I was like, okay, I really like these songs. They embody, because I mainly did like, okay, I'm going to do some metalcore bands. I'm going to do some deathcore, death metal bands. And just throw them all in there. And we're just going to see what, what she likes. And I was like, when I was listening to it, I was like, why did I do DJ Psych so dirty? <laughs> like, this playlist is something else. But I'm so yeah. glad yeah, you liked it. it. So enjoyable. I really, yeah. Oh, I really was this it. like your first time um, in depth, like listening to metal? So as far as like in depth listening, like to a, a big variety, yeah. I would say this was my first time. But I have... um like dabbled in metal before you know metal is used in like uh some video games that i play and all yeah. that so like I've, I've definitely heard metal before and like i i don't know like i used to be into somewhat heavier bands and stuff like obviously like system of a down oh, uh, was a big system. one uh, and that's because you yeah. play guitar yeah and that's how you okay. that's how i knew some of like some of this stuff and i don't know if you've ever heard of him but have you ever heard of jared dines he's a youtuber yes yes yeah, I love him just because he's a guitarist, and mm-hmm. so he's kind of the only other introduction I have into metal music since almost all of his videos are about metal music. Yeah, so yeah, that's how I knew some of these names. Like when I heard "Thy Art Is Murder," I was like, Jared. Yeah, like he, <laughs> we know that band. And one of the honorable mentions that I wanted to bring up, let me see if I can find it in here. Um, it was, you can hear that. Wait, no, it was. Mountain by Half Noise. I really liked that song. Do you know who that is? I do not. So um, Half Noise is an old member of Paramore when he left Paramore for a short time. He's back kind of in Paramore now. They kind of switch lineups a lot. But he's an old member of Paramore who went and made his own project. And that's Half Noise. So oh, wow. I love Half Noise a lot because like I love Paramore. I love he's that a, song. He's a great member. When I heard that song, it was like... <laughs> It was like just one thing that I realized about indie, which I really like, because even though I do stay in the heavier realm, it's the emotion in metal that I really, really like that gravitates me to it. But the emotions in these songs gravitated me as well, but in a different way. It was more like there 
their raw emotions were out on that record and it was it was like yes like the the sound is simplistic and it's a lot of them have like some breakdowns here and there but it was very simplistic and it was mainly focused on vocals which I thought was amazing. And that song like embodied that whole thing. I was like, I like this song. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah he's the the vocalist of that band. He's the old drummer of Paramore. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's so cool. Same, right? I I love people in bands who make other bands and they're like equally as good. Yeah. Cuz that's hard to do. Like there's a lot oh, of bands yeah. in metal that it'll be a big name band and then one of them will branch off and do a side project and it's like not yeah. good. <laughs> and it kind of makes me sad. That's that's actually I mean I'm, I don't know the exact reason he left or anything, but from from what they put out, it was just because he wanted to try to do his own style because Paramore yeah. changes styles a lot. And I think that you can definitely tell he found his style because oh, he did yeah. really good on that. It was awesome. Yeah. So one of the songs that you wanted me to react to was "Words That Rhyme with Different" by Sports. So. I'm gonna be honest. When this song came on, I was like, "That, like, that's when, that's what I symbolized as indie, like the stuff that I heard." Because it kind of, it was the vocals that messed me up because it's, it's different. It's kind of. I don't really want to say it this way, but the only way I can explain it is it was kind of like whiny, oh, in yeah. a way, <laughs> um, very sad. But I really like. I liked it, but it just took me time to get by the vocals. Which I think for any type of genre, especially metal, that is also fair. Yeah. Um, but um, I really like the soft sound of it and then how it got intense at the end. And I was like, okay, like I, I like that part. And then it was it was just like the whole ending. It, it was like when that song came on, I was like, okay, this is what I think of when I think of indie. And I mean, like it wasn't bad. Like I listened to it a couple of times. I was like, okay. I can kind of get by the vocals. It was just, that was the only thing that was hard for me yeah. in that aspect of it. No, I totally put that song first on purpose because <laughs> it is the, it is literally like the stereotypical indie thing. Like someone who doesn't really listen I to the genre, it. they're going to hear it, it and they're going to be like, yeah, this is, this is indie music. Yep. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. I was like, yep, this is indie right here. Yeah. Yeah. No, that I, I really like that song because it does kind of, it embodies a very, I guess, the indie theme because he mm -hmm. is very sad the whole time yeah. and whiny. And like, I would, that's not a bad word to use, honestly, because I've heard a lot of people say that the front bottoms, like their vocalist, he sounds kind of whiny, but it's kind of on purpose, you know? Yeah. So it's, I don't know. A lot of things agree, with like that type of indie and how it's so sad, <laughs> like sorority noise and like all bands like that, it reminds me of grunge. Because grunge is very sad, but it's just the heavier realm. Like, the sound yeah. is heavier. And so that's why, like, I could get by it. And I, I really got into the playlist just because it's... I love grunge. And that same emotion that they had was equivalent to the emotion that grunge has. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, I definitely noticed that, too. That was actually a note I made here. Is that I think that as far as what would I say like indie and metal had in common that gave me some common ground when I was listening to your playlist was like the concepts and ideas behind mm -hmm. songs. Because there was, I noticed that like, I would say like if you were to take, I don't know, certain indie music and some of these songs off of this playlist, you could find maybe like you can make up a scenario and there's two people in the scenario and one person is just a little more sad about it. And one person is just a little more angry and they yeah. wrote songs. Yeah, I can see <laughs> like, that. Because, like, it was, I, I noticed there was still, like, 
kind of like the sadness and like life is hard moments, but instead of being like, oh, life is hard with like sad music in the background, it's like, life is difficult. Oh, yeah. It was just like, just like throw a chair. So I think the themes, like, I really loved it because like that's the kind of music I like. I want someone to sit here and tell me, like, yeah, life's not fair all the time. And I'm like, heck yeah. yeah. Thank you. It's like the thing with metal, it's like instead of like being sad about it, damn, do something. Like, yeah. Exactly. It's like one of the songs I wanted you to react to. We can talk about it. The Kubla Khan song. High Hopes. When I hear that song, yeah. I want to flip a table. <laughs> Dude, I, my favorite part of that song was when he was like, I don't even remember how it was said. Just just the screaming of bitch was amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's so great at that. I love that. Because I knew like you having a guitar background. I was like, okay, she would probably really like the song because of the riffs that they had in that song. So what was your overall thought of that song? Of that song? Okay. Well, I definitely first and foremost mentioned the guitar. Mm -hmm. It has that very consistent chuggy sound. Mm -hmm. And it's like, honestly, a lot of the riffs that I heard from these songs, like I just kind of wanted to go home and try and like learn them because they're yeah. so catchy. Like, But um, I did notice that the vocals, I don't know how to put it exactly, but I would say... I found that these vocals were a little bit more talky and kind of rhythmic in the yeah. way that it was going. Like, it definitely wasn't the natural screams some of the other songs had. Like, they weren't as long and held out. It was like someone was talking, screaming mm -hmm. at me. Almost, almost in a sense, like a rap. Yeah, I was going to bring that <laughs> up. So, Kubla Khan and, like, the songs that I wanted you to react to, it was what I think embodies that genre of metal. And... I'm not good with genres. Some people might yell at me for this, yeah. but it's my opinion. Um, Kubla Khan is known as like a hardcore punk band. And the thing with hardcore is I remember I played on that playlist was Bent Life on that playlist. And he's mainly yelling like Kubla Khan is. Um, that's what hardcore is. It's like they're yelling, but it's also kind of like rap. I call hardcore the rap of metal because they're yelling. It has that groove that you can yeah. like vibe with and stuff. And with majority of hardcore it's they're yelling at you which i think is great it's like it's so intense and i just feel like all right i need to go like flip something because yeah. it's just that brutal but that whole record he has like three other songs on that record that he yells bitch <laughs> like there's this one song he's like yelling really fast and he goes i don't even fucking like you bitch and like the whole <laughs> like breakdown starts and i was i was sitting there listening to the song going my mama wrote this record because that's her favorite word yeah so. and the the interlude part like i don't know there was just this one part in the middle where like the vocals got really muffled -y, and there mm -hmm. was like i don't know it was so cool like i thought this song even though it was really short which i think also drew me to it because you know indie music tends to be shorter mm -hmm. like i don't know the structure of this song it was very different from the rest like everything yeah. about it i could definitely tell it was something else how did you like um the breakdown in that song when he was like, most of you will die for high hopes. Like, yeah, junk. that. OK, that's also something I wanted to bring up for a lot of songs. But I absolutely love the way a lot of these metal songs have a chant in them that I feel like if you're at a show, it would be the most fun thing to experience. Oh, yeah. People like are like <laughs> on top of each other, yelling and hollering, trying to grab the mic. Like, I'll talk about it more when I mention two of my favorites. But like, I honestly like it was hard inside of me not to just shout along because mm -hmm. I was in public <laughs> mm -hmm. but like it makes you want to just be in a group of people like singing along because there were you know like 
a lot of these moments in these songs, it's multiple vocals doing the chant. Yeah. So you just feel like there's people around you. You just want to join in. Yeah, that's <laughs> how it is. Like when I walk around campus, like I'm like, I have my hands and fists and I'm like punching the sky and like, I'm just like, I'm shaking my head and there are people looking at me like, what in the hell are you doing? And I'm like, mind your business. I was, I was wondering if anyone in the gym was judging me because I couldn't help but in some moments like start drumming or like oh, yeah. playing air guitar along. It'd be like that a lot of the times. And another song that I reacted to was Lo-Fi Children by Wild Party. I really like that song. That song was sick. I'm so glad because that is one of my all-time favorite songs. I really liked it. <laughs> I got a like electronic vibe from it, but then also an 80s vibe, which I really, really enjoyed. And it was more upbeat and like poppy sounding. Oh, and yeah. it was like, okay, like I could throw this on at a party and it would all be great. And I really liked the components, that it had a good combination of all different components of indie, but also different genres within that song. Because it was, yeah, it had that 80s vibe, but then it also had like an EDM vibe. But then it also, you could hear the indie aspect of it. So yeah. I thought that song was like awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you liked that one because I, I also like that song has always stood out to me and thinking of it i think it's because of like you said there's so many components because that's one of those songs that's harder to just throw a genre on and it fits mm -hmm. i don't know yeah that was i don't know okay we'll, we can get into this in a, in a moment if you want but as far as album artwork i think that is one of the most matching album artworks oh to a most song. definitely <laughs> most like you definitely. like i don't know about you but i see a story in my head when i listen to that song and it definitely centers around that picture yeah yeah it was really cool like i really liked i'm a big fan of looking at album work but then also band names because i don't know i don't know you could do it i don't know if you could do it with indie but i know for metal you could look at their names and be like okay you're probably like this genre of of some sort because of the names and when i heard when i heard that song i was like interesting wild party this is a wild party i was just <laughs> like i really like it and I, i'm a big fan of lo-fi so when it said lo-fi and i was like all right sick count it i'm in <laughs> i loved it yeah. It was oh. probably one of my favorites that I reacted to by far. Okay, well, if we're talking about band names now, I want to talk about one of the ones that you asked me to react to because Dying Fetus, that really <laughs> got me right there. Yeah, I I strategically put that one to react to because they're more on the side of like technical math death metal. And that's mainly just because there's so much going on within the song. And in that one song, it was like, information overload yeah fixated on devastation oh yeah see I, the notes that i have on that song are one the guitar work is there's so much variety in it and um there were so many changes like it wasn't really like one consistent thing like there was a lot of work going mm -hmm. in there and i definitely loved that and i don't even know if this makes sense but i it kind of sounded bendy to me <laughs> like just i don't know it was like it, it had like so a lot good. of chunks. It had a lot. Yeah. Of, it was like very. And there was intense. a lot of speed. Oh yeah, a lot of speed. Then it had like speed. a groove. Like at the beginning, yeah. it was like, -na 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 -na, and then it would go. Dun -dun 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 -dun. See, was, I knew you would like it. I was trying to find riffs that you would yeah. like. Yeah, and the screams were very deep in that song. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so fun fact about Dying Fetus. Well, they're one of my favorites, but also that's actually one of my top favorite songs as well. Um, there's only three people in that band really yeah wow. isn't that wild it's like they have one guitarist and a bass player and one does the screams and then one does the growls and then they have the drummer 
And it just blows my mind that three people are doing so even that. even on the record like they don't add any extra instrumentation in there it's just the three it's of them. just the nice it's probably like different recordings of them like doing other yeah. things but it's just them three and they do it live and they sound just like they do on record that's pretty cool and i was like i just want her to react to the band name too uh, oh yeah when i <laughs> i was just chilling and then you when i when i saw your email i was like oh okay i i know like some of the songs that you had uh mentioned had already been on my like likes list mm -hmm. of ones that i was looking at for like so i could choose my top three so i was like oh this is pretty cool pretty cool and then i saw the, the dying fetus name and i was like that is that is interesting <laughs> that is fitting for the pictures that i'm seeing oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah it's very like dying fetus cannibal corpse it's like all right that's that's death metal for you that's that's what it so is. So that's the genre we're looking at. Yeah, that's yeah. death metal. And there's another song, there's another band that um, I got you to react to, but we'll get into that later. It's also death metal, but a different type. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that. But that's more like the modern age tech, technical death metal that a lot of bands in that genre are now going. And I think they encompass it beautifully. So another song that i reacted to was out like a light by the honey sticks i really like that song as well <laughs> i don't know what it is it was like when i was listening to indie i was just like you know what i just want to like chill like i want to relax like I, I literally just wanted to like take a walk through campus <laughs> and just like vape and just it was just very just to like be to myself and like get in like a really good headspace and that song i really really liked because it did have that chill vibe to it and I really liked the harmonies with the guitar and with the vocals and how they really complement each other. But then you also had the background noises as well that did the harmonies. And the singer's voice is very, very soothing. I could listen <laughs> to them sing all the time. And the rain in the back of that song at the end when it just like you hear the sound of rain. That was the vibe I was getting from that song. I was like, you know what? Like, I feel like on a rainy day, I could just sit here, burn a candle listen to this song and when i heard the rain i was like yep <laughs> facts yeah yeah i like how you said the um that it makes you just kind of want to walk around because i have this problem especially when i'm listening to the honey sticks which is there's this guy named ricky montgomery and he makes music on his own he's a part of the honey sticks they're both amazing but um i have a problem when i listen to either like him or that band where i'll be listening to it i'm walking to class and there's like 15 minutes to go and i'm like I could take a walk around campus before I go to class. Like, mm -hmm. I just can't help it. Like, I don't want to take my headphones off and go to class. I'm really into the, <laughs> into oh, the yeah. song. So I'm glad you felt that way, too, because sometimes I really do. I'm just like, you know what? I'll make it into class on time. I need to walk. <laughs> yeah, I need to walk. And that was like, I would literally, anytime I was walking to class, I would listen to it just because, like, I don't know. It just felt so soothing in a way. And it was, like, very refreshing coming from a metal background because it's like, I can't really take a walk and listen to metal because I want to like start like crowd killing and like moshing when I walk and I could really only listen to like like death metal like obituary but that whole playlist I was like all right well I got a little ways I gotta walk or all right I'm gonna be stuck on Hillsborough Street in my car for a while we just gonna <laughs> bump it and yeah I think that, that was so great we could honestly make an entire podcast about how the genre you're listening to influences your personality because I like would totally say that when I'm listening to your playlist, I'm like a hype beast inside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, 
I don't know, like I, I walk a little faster when I'm in the gym. I start doing a few more reps. Um, mm-hmm. And then when I'm listening to like more like the playlist I sent you, my friends are like, can you walk a little faster? And I'm like, no, no I can't. <laughs> don't have it in me. It's just the energy of, of, of the music, it's like yeah. the overall sound of it. It. Yeah, that makes sense because you have more of like the chill, laid back vibe and I'm more like, whoa, what are we doing? That's why I think that would make such an interesting (laughs) talking point because I do think that like, I guess your main genre, whatever you're into at the moment, it really does influence you. You're listening to it because of who you are and then it's also making you who you are. Yeah. And it's like for me, the main reason I listen to metal, well, one, I grew up on it, so I've always been around it. But once it became something that I truly liked for myself, it was... I don't get angry when I listen to metal. A lot of people like have the stereotype that you're going to be a violent person, but it doesn't make me violent. It makes me happy. It's like whatever mood I'm in, like I can be happy. I could be sad. I could be angry and I can listen to metal and it will instantly like calm me down for some reason. I don't know if it's the intensity of it that it's just soothing or I just might be weird, but. No, I think that makes complete sense. I like that point you make that like most people think of like, oh, you listen to metal, you're aggressive. But like when I listened to it, I didn't feel aggressive. I felt like powerful. Oh, yeah. I felt like confident in a sense. Mm -hmm. And like it also like there were moments where I was just like, I don't want to I don't want to be here so early in the morning. And then I listened to it and I'm like, nah, nah, I got this. No, I got it. And like, and I think that the same can be said for indie. I think a lot of people have this weird conception in your head that if you listen to indie, you're just a sad boy all the time and that you're listening to it because you're like depressed all the time. And honestly, when I listen to indie music, it's because it relaxes me. It makes me feel calm and like centered. Yeah, I got that feeling. It was like, I could tell that it was sad. Yeah. But it was in a way that it was like, like, it's okay to be sad. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's okay to show this emotion and show this vulnerability. But it's also just chill, man. Like, <laughs> you can be sad, but just chill. Exactly. And that's what I really liked about it because it was just, it was just so soothing. And it was, it's just the lyrical content and what they were talking about. I was just like, and it, it matched the sound. Like, yeah. the sound of all the bands matched the lyrical content. And I think also the same as with before metal that, you're yelling, of course, the sound's going to be all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. So I guess I should choose another song to react to. I guess I'll do Nothing. Did we already do Nothing Left? No, we haven't. No, we, have, we not. have not by As I Lay Dying. So this song was also another one of those songs that as soon as it started playing, I was like, this is going into my favorites. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> that, it has such a strong intro. And, like, the riff got me, like, right off the bat. And I don't know. Like, it was, like, the guitars were very chuggy but also kind of, like, bright sounding, Mm -hmm. which was just really cool. Like, I don't know. It was just so hype. And then the the vocals had, like, they were much – I mean, they weren't completely clear. They were still screaming, but they were clearer in the chorus. Yeah. So it really made for, like, this chant that I was really into. Like, I was like, this song at a concert would probably be so sick. Yeah, it's (laughs) – so, As I Lay Dying is known as a metalcore band. Metalcore. And um, the main aspects of metalcore is that they do have, like, those melodic guitar riffs and, like, the solos and the melodies, but they also have, like, clean vocals in it. And it has that. I love when the chorus breaks in and it's like, do, 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 do. And it starts going and it's like, I feel like I'm on a wave. Grooving. Yeah. you. I think you would really, really like metalcore just because it has so many different aspects of it. And it's still intense, but it's in a way that's very melodic. And it's, to me, it's very light listening. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because it's not as like raw. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Good stuff. I'm, I'm glad you like that song. It was <laughs> every was time cool. I show people, they're like, "All right, like, what what's a metalcore band I should listen to?" I always show them as I lay dying, and it's it's not new wave metalcore. This was kind of 2008 metalcore that as I lay dying was in, and um, it's metalcore kind of doesn't sound like that anymore it has more of there's different waves of it this is when genres confuse me but i tend to stick in that genre because i just love how it still has like the metal core aspect of it but it also has clean vocals and it has different things where now metalcore is kind of like getting kind of pop punky in a way and i have a i have a love-hate relationship with it but it's okay i'm not mad about it and then I think I have one more song to react to and I think you have two, two. more. Okay. So do you want to do it? You want to do it? Yeah, one? I'll do one. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I'll go with The Reign of Darkness by Thy Art is Murder. I just saw them last night. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I knew the name of this band because of Jared Dines, yeah. but I, I hadn't really listened to them on my own. And um, the high screams I thought were sick. Like the very yeah. high screaming. Like because there was two at least two vocalists on this song that i heard <laughs> and uh that's one dude really that's one guy oh wow yeah he does it live too that's amazing i don't know how someone could switch their voice so fast but yeah it was i don't know the high vocals like it was just very different from i mean i'm from the playlist i had it definitely stood out mm -hmm. like it was a cool moment and then the guitar solo oh yeah that moment sick was i don't know like I'm a sucker for guitar solos. That was a good one. Yeah, I knew, like, they, <laughs> their guitarist is really big into doing solos. And, like, when I interviewed him, he was talking about, oh, you know, I wanted to be the best. And so I was like, how can I be the best? I got to learn how to master the best songs. And that's how he figured out how to do all that. And in every, almost every one of their songs, they have some type of solo that he does. And I think that's great. Um, so that band's from Australia. And they, they're like one of my favorites. It's like how they sound on record is how they sound live. And CJ is one of the best frontmen. And that song, especially, that was the first Thy Artist Murder song that I heard. And it blew my mind because not only how technical it was and his voice, but the drumming, drumming. how he was doing everything <laughs> and doing all that crazy shit. I was watching the video for that video and he is, he's doing everything and he's just sitting there like he's not even drumming. And I was like, how do you do this? And that band is a deathcore band. Deathcore. So how do I do, how do I explain this? It's it's kind of like death metal in the way that they have like the same shouting, vo like growling vocals and stuff. But it takes the hardcore aspect of having those those grooves and those breakdowns in it. And that song they chant whenever... It's like rain of darkness and he yells it. Everyone just like hollered it last night. And I was like, oh, okay. That's that part of that song. That's sick. Yeah. Actually, now that you say all that, I, I can really see it. Because I did have like chug your vocals as a part of my notes. And then the way that it was like really melodic during the mm -hmm. screaming. Like I could see how, because now we've had two examples of both of those genres. I could mm -hmm. see how they combine that song. It's actually pretty cool. Like finally being able to put titles to these differences yeah it's like you have to listen to it to figure out yeah what it would be and i think 
the more metal you listen to, you'd be like, okay, that's deathcore or that's metalcore. It's yeah. genres are getting hard now, and people like gatekeep genres. And I'm just like, listen, if it sounds like this, I'm gonna just say it's that. That's just my opinion. That's how I categorize things. I just made a whole blog post the other week about how genres are getting, uh, like, genres are just hard now because mm -hmm. there are a lot of people who are, like, very strict on genres. But I honestly, I think that, like, their original purpose, you know, like, genres, you're supposed to hear a genre and have an idea of what you're going to listen to yeah. sounds like. But so many people these days are pushing the boundaries of what their genre can do. Yeah, and it's that, hard to yeah, like, fit it in one. It's. I think genres are cool to use, but they're not that necessary. Like you put yourself in a box if you care too much about what your genre should do. Yeah, I completely agree. It's. I tend to only use genres on my show, not to be like this is a deathcore band. It's. It's like the perfect example of a band that you cannot really put in a genre because people argue about it. Is the band Knocked Loose? Knocked Loose. That was. I think I put them on your playlist. Um. You would you would know them. It has kind of that hardcore aspect, but then he kind of like screams, but it's like very high pitch. Um, it's some people argue that they're hardcore, and other people argue that they're metalcore, and people can't decide what they are, and people have different opinions about it, and they're all valid. Like I can see it, but when I put when I play them, I put them in my hardcore segment because when I play them, if I played them with like As I Lay Dying and Miss May I. It sounds completely different and it doesn't mesh well. But if I play them with Kublai Khan and Bent Life and stuff, it fits that sound more. So that's really the only reason I use genres, just so my set flows. Yeah, I could right I could totally see that. And I guess, um, yeah, I mean, genres definitely still have their place. I just think that they're a little overrated at moments, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I could I could totally see that. I guess the reason I I never really think of genre as hard when I do my sets is just because I feel like. With indie music, I've heard someone say this before. I think it's so funny. It's like the easiest genre to DJ because you just choose a bunch of songs you like and throw them together. Indie songs aren't meant to sound like flowy with each other. It's more fun when you just get random stuff thrown at you. <laughs> I don't know. Like it just like if you listen to this the station where it like just jumbles up any indie music I put together, it always just kind of works. Yeah, <laughs> because I think it goes back to how they have that soothing sound yeah. and that relaxing sound. That's what so it's like, them. Yeah. it would be like, even if it's kind of has like sort of differences, it has the overall theme of being relaxing and calming. Yeah. Whereas metal, it's all intense, <laughs> but you could have like Degree. someone just singing <laughs> and then you could just have someone like pig squealing and you're just like, what the hell am I listening to? So the last song that I reacted to was Red Eye by Modern Diet. And again, that song was very soft and relaxing. I got a beach vibe from it. Um, I like, from like the sound effects in that song, I felt like I needed to be like driving to Wilmington right now and just like hang out. And I really liked the simplicity of that song and that it mainly focused on the singer's voice and how it was centered on that. And it was very soothing. And I like the lyrics in the song and the harmonies overall were just <laughs> awesome. I'm a big fan of harmonizing. And so I loved it. I absolutely loved that song. Yeah, that song. I'm glad you put that one for last because <laughs> that is literally like when people uh, ask me like, hey, like, what's your like favorite song? I always just throw Red Eye out there. Mm -hmm. Modern Diet is a really small band. Like you go onto their Spotify, they have a couple thousand listens per song. And I... I it blew my mind when I first found that out because I just had them on a playlist and I love that song a lot. 
And then when I saw how small they were, I was like, how? Like, I really yeah. love this stuff. And I'm like, how, is, how haven't they blown up yet? But either way, like, they're like a small band from uh, New York, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I actually, like, played them on air once and, like, tagged them on Instagram. And they they replied and then sent me, like, a free copy of their new album, like, for a, a band camp oh, wow. download. Like, they were so, like, sweet about it. So I, I really love that band. That's so cool. Because, like, they just seem really down to earth. Yeah. I love having that personal connection with a band where it's like, yeah, your music's cool, but you're also cool people. Yeah. Because that's so refreshing because I feel like egos get in the way with bands a whole lot. And it just kind of sucks because as a listener and as a fan, if you like met them or something and they were just not. Your interaction kind of changes the way you hear their music. So I I think it's so refreshing when bands are as genuine as they possibly can be. I think that's sick. And that song, I really, since I I know that we're similar in in certain regards, I would say (laughs) that you need to like get into one of those nights where you might be a little bit you yeah, know, yeah, like I, relaxing, mm-hmm. laying back. And uh, <laughs> what I would say is put on the music video and just watch it on a TV. For that song? The music video for that song okay. is just a trip. I'm <laughs> That's a, all I I'm going to do it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, like I, I remember the first time I, I watched that video because I loved that song for a long time. And then I told a friend to listen to it. And he's like, oh, I'll pull it up on YouTube. And I was like, there's a video? And we both watched it and I was mesmerized. I was sitting there like, whoa. I had that same feeling. So I told you about Tosh Sultana. Yeah. And I was and <laughs> I was um at my friend's apartment and her new record came out and I was like, All right, yeah, let's listen to it. I've never heard her before and we played the song Blackbird. And on YouTube the album cover was rotating and I got stuck <laughs> watching that album cover. And for like two minutes it was just her doing like an acoustic guitar solo, which I love acoustic guitars. They're one of my favorites. And she started singing and when she started singing <laughs> i got goosebumps on me and i was like who the hell is this so i'm very yeah. excited to get that <laughs> feeling again yeah like because like you mentioned like you said that the, the that song is very simplistic which i really love about it too but um i'm very into stories and i think that mm-hmm. the lyrics tell a story and when you watch the video that's it's the story that's yeah. what gets me if you like stories you'd probably like there's this melodic death metal band from like Sweden, I believe they're Ooh. called. I, I think I have one song in there, Amon Amarth. Um, that's Viking metal, Ooh. and their album Yom's Vikings is about and it's an epic. And each each song tells a story of this guy's journey, and he's a Yom's Viking. And also the artist King Diamond, he's kind of he wears like corpse paint, and he used to sing opera. And so that's the type of voice he uses. And each song is a story. And it's awesome. Iron Maiden, it's like a history lesson. So nice. you like stories. I got you with metal. Nice. I got you. What is that final reaction song? Oh, yes. This was The Poison Hand by Six Feet Under. Oh, I love Six <laughs> Feet Under. <laughs> this song, I, I think I could best describe it as it felt like an anthem to me especially mm-hmm. the guitar riff in the intro like this was such an anthem and the screamings of course they were they were pretty deep in this song but um i, I don't know like i just can't get the touch of death out of my head oh it's yeah just the touch of death <laughs> it's like the janet and janet like you just oh. vibe with it like that was one of the ones that i favorited too before you told me to um to make it one of the highlights like i don't know like 
it's one of those songs that when it started playing, I automatically knew what I was listening to. Yeah. Like it really stood out. Yeah. That's so that that band is also death metal, but it is more old school death metal. So it has more of that groove, it has more of that chunkiness to it. Um Six Feet Under is known for their just damn catchy ass riffs and his his vocals are probably one of my favorites just because I really like the low growl that he does and it's just like insane and I'm so, I'm so glad you like that song because when I was playing it I was like I hope DJ Sykes gonna like death metal <laughs> because I put a lot of six feet under on there I really did and it's like I think I could just play all these songs and I could just play one Six Feet Under song and you would know who it is just by the riffs and the vocals. That sounds so, about right. <laughs> I think that was really cool. So I have two songs because I already talked about one of my favorite songs. Um, another one of my favorites that I had was On Your Mind by Jaguar Club. I really like I remember when that song first started, I was like screenshot. Like I was like, <laughs> I love this song because I'm a big fan of disco. I love like the Bee Gees and Earth, Wind & Fire. I love doing the little disco dances. And I got a disco vibe from that song, like with the instruments and the sound. And it was just like, boom, boom. And I could just like, I was like, oh, crap. I can just jam to this. And I also got a lo-fi feeling from that song, which I'm also a really big fan of. Um, And the instruments were very soothing. And it worked well with the vocals in it. And I really liked that the vocals sounded like they were echoing in a way. I don't know if I'm describing that right, but it felt like an echo and it fits beautifully with that song. And he had like such a great voice and I couldn't help but dance during the bridge. That bridge was catchy as hell. Like I was like, okay, this is great. And the fading in and out of the song gave me kind of like an EDM vibe to it as well. So I really liked that it incorporated so many different aspects in one song. Yeah. It was awesome. That song has a special place in my heart because it was the first song that I ever played on my set 2K Indie. Oh my God, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> I remember being a little little intro DJer and I would sit in the DJ training class and I'd be like, oh, I need to start listening to a whole bunch more indie so that I can have new stuff to play on my set. And that was one of the first songs that I fell in love with. And I was like, I got to play this on air first. And oh it was, I, yeah, I'm really glad you like that one because I, I think so too, wow. like, the, especially the chorus, like when he gets all falsetto-y in there. Oh, yeah. I was <laughs> like, all right, like right when I got to the chorus, I was like, all right, I got to screenshot this because this is the song. Yeah. It was it. I'm glad you like that one. I think it's so great that it's like all of your favorite songs. <laughs> I was like, yo, I really like it. And all the ones I really like, you're like, yo, I really like it. I love that. I love how that works. I can unveil one of my top three now. Well, okay. I already unveiled one of my top three. It was Focus on the Flesh by Left Behind. But the Beautiful. next one, absolutely love this song. Totally made it onto my semester playlist. Guardians of Asgard. <gasps> <laughs> oh, my God. By Amon Amarth. Like, oh, my God. That Yay. song. <laughs> that song got me. Because, like, I already said, like, I really was starting to fall in love with this chanting thing going mm-hmm. on in a lot of these songs. And, um, yeah, when I heard the guitar riff, that's when I was drawn in. But then they were like, we are, we're the Guardians, the Guardians. I just lost it. I love that song so much. Like, I've listened to it, like, four or five times today already. I love (laughs) that. That makes my heart so damn happy. Because that song, 
um when i was in elementary school i believe is when that album came out and my dad would play it and that song was one of my favorite songs growing up because i i like the jun jun and it would be like yeah. just that whole ass riff in it and me and my dad had like a little dance that we would do to it and so i'm really i'm really glad you like that song <laughs> when i was like i need to put a monomarth in here so she can have some melodic death metal and i was like who better than a monomarth they're awesome they all have long hair they're all vikings it's great. So cool. At, like literally every um, song that they have is some type of Viking myth, myth in it. And it's like really, really sick. I think you'd really enjoy it. Oh, that's cool. And then the final song that it was my favorite <laughs> was Awful Things by Indian Lakes. <laughs> I really liked that song. It was, yes. I really liked the soft beat of it and it was very calming. And that song just embodied that vibe of it it was like that whole entire song was just so soothing and i i really liked the simplicity of the instruments with the singer's vocals because it led to that soothing vibe and it was it was a song that i feel like i could have just played and like relaxed outside you know that was like i say that about almost all indie <laughs> but that song was like the one because it was just it was just so simple and how it was so simple made it so beautiful because it's like it's like how you said it was effortless and it, it literally felt like it was effortless for them to make like a dope ass song and i i like the acoustic guitar parts that they had in it because i love acoustic guitar and i like the repeating of the da, da 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 like that thing that they kept doing i was like this is so beautiful <laughs> and just how it was recorded and it was just it felt like it was very soft and delicate and like i felt like i was listening to like a like a vinyl in a way when i was listening to that song and i'm a big fan of vinyls so that's awesome that song made it to my chill playlist oh. a lot of these songs made it to my chill playlist nice that is amazing because from indian lakes like during that transition period between high school and college right before i got really into indie music mm -hmm. from indian lakes was like the first band that i really like found i bought their album i was so excited about it i remember i bought that album and uh i don't know do you know Beartooth? Oh yeah, Sick I and love disgusting. Bear I bought those two <laughs> albums at the same time, so I was just a very interesting person back then with my yeah. taste. I love Beartooth too, and and when so it was like such a contrast between those two bands. But um, that yeah, no, that album, that song in particular, yeah, your face like lit up <laughs> when I said it, and I was like, oh, I chose a good one. Yeah, that song, like, oh my gosh, it's there's so much emotion behind that song. You mm -hmm. can hear it in his vocals near the end, like uh, you know, if you remember this part where it's like. When he's saying the last few words, like, uh, I hear your voice in my head saying awful things. He sounds yeah. like he's about to burst into tears. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and, like, I'm, like, not even joking when I say this, but I think it's funny now, so I'm going to say it. One time I was listening to that song, and I was listening to it on the bus. I had, like, 10 minutes before I had to get into class. And I was walking. And it was just a lot going on in life at the time. You know when you relate to a song? Mm -hmm. When he started almost crying i burst into tears <laughs> i straight oh, up oh yeah like burst into i understand tears. it's crazy how songs can do that one of my good friends she's really big into law dispute have you heard of law no. dispute i i haven't really listened to them <laughs> but she told me that the that some of their songs will literally make her just like bust into tears i love that kind of music and i was just like <laughs> holy shit like i've never had a song make me cry <laughs> and i kind of want to i kind of want to feel it <laughs> it is it is something else but also i think it probably goes back to that that song has a music video that goes along with the story of the song mm -hmm. and it's just like 
I don't know. It's enough to bring tears to the eyes. But oh, yeah, wow. I really love that. Check it out. All right. Sick. I'm ready to unveil my my final I'm one. I'm ready. I feel like you probably know what it is because we talked before. <laughs> but this is The Saw is the Law. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By Whitechapel. Yes. You said you had a few words to say about Whitechapel. I do have some <laughs> words to say, especially about this song. First of all, like not original at all because I've said it so many times now, but I was really drawn in by the chanting. I mean, yeah. who can't like resist uh, the Yelling, saw is the law, like, you know, like where all that we come screaming. from. Yo, the, the saw is the law. Deep South Heat, I thought was funny. When I heard that line, I was like, what? And then when he was like, welcome to the Deep South, like I was mm -hmm. like, this song. <laughs> like, <laughs> this, th song. this is it. <laughs> I thought it was so funny, but it was also like, it was so good. Like there was a two different vocals and then there was the United chanting. Mm -hmm. It was like, complete anthem like i want to hear this song live oh i can make it happen <laughs> i'll be like yo they come in like i don't know they like we'll play the, the vocals and everything like white chapel's another one of those bands that i think i'd be able to pick out in a playlist mm -hmm. it was like this song this song and guardians of asgard have been on repeat oh that makes me so happy because I got my DJ name from that song. Like <laughs> I knew it as soon as as soon as I started hearing it, I was like, I have to ask her if this is where the name came from because this is not a coincidence. <laughs> it was not a coincidence. <laughs> it cannot be a coincidence because where we come from, the Saul's the law was my senior quote in high school. Nice. And it was I don't know it's something about that song because it is like the riffs were very catchy and the chants are just you could just hear people like just yelling it back to the to the band. But it was also, I liked basically the theme of that song where it was just like, where we come from, the saw is the law, so you hold yourself accountable or we're going to whoop your ass. And yeah. I love it. I was, I'm so happy Whitechapel made your list. That just made my heart just like <laughs> burst. It's amazing. So great. So overall, would you listen to some more metal? Yes, I definitely would. Especially if like, it means that I can find more songs like, like, Focus on the flesh, <laughs> Guardians of oh, Asgard. Yeah. Like I, I need can some more send anthems. You some. <laughs> I already got songs in mind, and I would definitely listen to indie again. It, it was something that was, it was kind of mind opening that it was. It it's like what you said earlier that it can relate to metal in a way that it's such raw emotion, but it, instead of taking a more intense, angrier esque route, it took more of a soothing, calm, sad route. But I really, really did enjoy it, and it was something that, like, just slowed my mind down, and I could just, like, just get in touch with myself in a way was how I perceived indie, and I was really impressed with it. My my um, opinion of indie has changed since listening to that playlist, and I really like it. I really like it. Yeah, I mean, and, and I really like that doing this gave me a foundation in metal music mm -hmm. because I feel like when you don't really know, like, like it's like you said earlier where you think maybe it just wasn't the right kind of research. It's hard to research a genre that's not yeah. your own. Yeah. So like, I don't, I think if I had gone into metal, like if we had tried to go on our own and find our own songs, this would have turned out very differently. It would have. <laughs> but since we're like, I mean, we're basically experts in our, in our genres, yeah. you know, like we DJ in our genres. We're also both the music directors of our genres. Mm -hmm. Like, we're very familiar with our genres, so we, we were able to... Yeah, I definitely think that what also helped us was knowing each other's genres, because I do feel like when I listened to some of these songs, I was like, okay, I think you put this in here because you knew that I would have... Yeah. Like, um, is it Miss I May? Miss May I. Miss yeah. May I. Okay, yeah. I just felt like because of the... There was, like, softer vocal parts and all mm -hmm. that. I was like, okay, I think maybe she was tailoring towards yeah. my sound there. That's mainly what I did with 
the metalcore aspect. I was yeah. like, okay, she'd really like this. And then I knew you liked guitars. So I was like, all right, I'm going to find some hardcore songs that have a lot of good riffs. And yeah. then there's a lot of good riffs in death metal and deathcore. My only worry with giving <laughs> you death metal and deathcore, I was like, she's not going to like the vocals at all. <laughs> but see, I, I what I found after a few listens of certain songs was that I mean, it wouldn't have made any sense to have any other vocals over them. That like, is It just true. wouldn't have felt right. Yeah. And eventually, like, once I got used to hearing it, I started to go from getting used to it to enjoying it, which was really cool. But you're just bursting <laughs> my heart over here. That makes me that makes me so happy because there's a lot of people that won't be willing to even try listening to metal because it's just so different. And it is like it's an acquired taste to listen to it. But it's just some people, they just just close the door on it and it's just you're missing out i think that's that's a brilliant point to make i think this went so successfully because we went into it with open minds yeah because i think if you go into anything without an open mind you're just not gonna you're not gonna open to it yeah you're not gonna you're not gonna like it so i definitely think this should be a series because i'd be so down to to keep doing this kind of thing oh yeah if y'all want us to do a series we'll (laughs) do it okay we got tons of music we can conversate our asses off. We got so the ideas. We will do it. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming in. Yeah, this was for great. Me here. This was awesome. We so got to talk cool. about some indie, some metal, how they relate. It was awesome. We will be having a playlist on WKNC Spotify that will be out shortly. Um, it will have the songs that we chose to react to, our favorite songs, and maybe possibly we will just post the whole playlist on there. We might just do that and we'll just highlight the songs that we really liked because there's just so much music. But thank you all so much for tuning in. You are listening to the Sauce Electric Chair. I will see you next time.